welcome to in the mind welcome to the dead hour this is your host you know who it is we are bringing you back well a segment that i brought in the last episode that is ghost story scary story time because indeed it is the halloween season and we are exactly one week away from Halloween. So I thought, let's bring you two more stories for your entertainment and for your, I don't know, fear. By the way, I'm on the road and I'm actually in a spot where there's actually like a little party going on. So you might hear some fun party music. But let's begin. In the dead hour of In the Mind. This first story that I'm going to share comes from an old friend of mine, a friend who I've bumped into actually earlier this week. We were reminiscing, you know, we grew up together. You know, we played as kids. We got into silly things. And it came to me. Hey, so far I got no stories. Let me ask him, hey man, do you recall any scary stories? Or if you recall anything that creeped you out as a kid? Or at any point in your life? And he was actually just telling me. It was funny that I asked that. Because he was talking to his girlfriend at the... uh, uh, before, prior to meeting up with me or you know bumping into me you know he was telling his girlfriend about this one time he had his experience and well how awesome that was how coincidental it was that we bumped into each other and I decided to ask him that so here's the first story and for the sake of privacy because I uh, asked him if I would say his name and he felt comfortable he felt better that I did not use his real name so for the sake of the story let's call him I don't know Jerry (laughs) so Jerry my friend he starts off telling me you know he asked me if I remember so when we were kids you know we'd go off on these adventures right and of course an adventure was crossing the street because our parents would always tell us don't cross the street so the big adventure was crossing the street and then once we went beyond that we started going to the next block next block over and then we start going to the school, and then we start going farther and farther and farther, you know, testing how far our limits can go, you know, without our parents realizing that we were no longer at, you know, the play area that's in front of the building complex, or apartment complex. Let me turn on the music, by the way. So anyways, we finally went to this park, and it was a cool park, you know, a park that, you know, you can go, you know, there's a playground, there's picnic tables, there's a little creek. And so we go through the creek. And for us, you know, playing on a creek was kind of like the biggest thing ever. We would, you know, try to hop on rocks, not try to get wet or fall into the creek. Or if it was really hot, then we would just splash water at each other, you know. Anyways, we follow the creek from one end and we've kind of, and it brought us out to uh, to a freeway. Uh, You know, to the end, to a freeway, basically. Not a freeway, uh, it's a street, like a main street. And then we got this... I remember one of my friends... Not Jerry, but another friend of mine... Like, their brother told us... 
hey, don't go to the other end of the creek because that's, it's dangerous to go there. Don't go there. And he wasn't the only person to tell us that. So, but of course, when you're kids, you, you know, everything's possible, right? So we make going down, so we go the opposite way going down a creek one day. And we made it our goal to make it to the end. You know, we just thought maybe it was like another street. But as we started going down further and further, the park, you know, it, you know, it was wooded. You know, it was woods. It was deep in like within trees. It started getting darker, denser in trees. But we were still in a creek. And you actually see the water rushing a little bit quicker, picking up. And we're still, you know, kids going adventure and all that. It was our goal to make it to this, to the end of this creek. And, um... We made our journey, and along the way, we started seeing, you know, you know, we started seeing not so clean areas. Like there were some picnic tables that weren't clean. They looked like they were old, broken. Started seeing a little graffiti. Started seeing like clothing, like torn clothing left and around. And you know, we didn't think anything of it though. We just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, this is not like the area that we're used to. And basically, we make it to the end of the creek, and we actually end up going to this tunnel. The end of the creek is this tunnel. It was just this big wall with a tunnel. And we're like, oh, I guess this is the end. And, um, you know, at that point, we felt like, we should we go in there? We don't know, you know. But we didn't go in. We left it at that. We just found it, and that's where it was. And there was something eerie about that. Just felt creepy about it. I guess because it was just a big dark tunnel for us. So it obviously looked creepy to us. But it always stuck in the back of our minds. Man, what if we actually go in there? Anyways, another time we go. We get to the tunnel. And we kind of make our way in a little bit. We probably get in maybe like 10 yards in. And then like, oh, okay, no, time to get back out. It was just getting creepy. You know, we start hearing noises. Well... That's actually not the story. That was just kind of like the backstory, just to paint an image in your mind. The story that my friend Jerry was telling me was he remembers I wasn't I wasn't with them at this point. Um, he remembers he and like maybe a cousin of his, I think he said a cousin of his, and like two other friends. He was like, "Hey, let's go to this tunnel, whatever." Right? Mind you, this is like a couple years older now. You know, we weren't kids; they weren't kids anymore. So he said they went to this tunnel. And, um, you know, they're like, hey, let's just go into this tunnel. And at that point, you're even more daring. And you start going to this tunnel, right? As you end up, you know, you start throwing rocks down the end of the tunnel. You could hear an echo, right? And you would hear an echo. And they were probably maybe like good. I think what he said was like 30, 40 yards in. And it was like, you know, if you look back, you're seeing... You know, they, they they felt comfortable going as deep as you can still. Like, if you look behind, you can still see the opening, right? And so they felt comfortable at that point. Well, at that point, one of, the fr- one of uh, his friends got said, Okay, like, I'm good. This is enough for me. So he made his way out. And, like, shortly after that, one after the other followed. Well, my friend Jerry said he was the last one to leave. And he actually heard a noise. All right? And he kind of made him stop. And he told, you know, and he told uh, his friends, hey, I hear something. Like, shut up. Like, shut up. And they're like, listening, and there's nothing. And his friend's like, hey, man, like, you're just hearing things. He's like, no, I thought I heard something. 
Mm-hmm. And so, like, one of the friends, like, picked up a rock and threw it down the end of the tunnel. And you kind of hear the echo back. And I was like, okay, cool. Nothing came after that. Shortly after that, on the way out, my friend Jerry says that a rock was thrown back at them. And they were like, he was like, whoa. He was like, what? Like, something just threw a rock back at us. And one of the friends was like, yeah, right. It's probably one of you guys. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, seriously. And that was it. All right. He went away. That was the end of that. But that kind of like planted a seed in, his, in Jerry's mind. He was like, no, something threw a, a, like a rock back at us on our way out. And, you know, he told his brother about it. And I think his, he, his brother says, nah, man. His brother told him, like, well, the reason why I told you guys or, you know, anybody tell you don't go in there because people go in there. You know, they'll go in, you know, they'll do bad stuff. Like, they'll, they'll go drink. They'll go do drugs. Sometimes it's like a, homeless people will go in there. So, like, don't go in there again. And so he justified it with that. So, you know, maybe it was somebody in there who just, like, messing with him and whatever. So he threw a rock. You know, threw a rock at him. Jerry then goes and says, um... That one day he was coming home and one of his friends came ask, running towards, towards him and said, hey, Jerry, like, come with us. Like, some of his friends, like, they went into the tunnel. So we went to the tunnel and we heard this noise. And Jerry's like, oh, man, it's probably, like, he just said, he told them the same thing that his brother told him. It's like, it's probably some people in there. He's like, no, dude, like, this sound just did not sound normal. It sounded weird. Like, it's like, he's like, what? Just come with us. Just come with us. And Jerry goes... And it was like probably like I think it's like five of them or whatever, and they're all at this creek at front of the tunnel, and and as they made their way, um, they see that everybody's in front of the tunnel, and they was like, hey, let's go in. And Jerry's like, all right, let's go in. He's feeling more confident going to this tunnel. He was like, maybe like, and he felt like they felt stronger in numbers, right? So they go in, they go in, and they go in, and they get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And one of them had a flashlight. And it was tiny flashlights. It was like a thin... I don't know if you guys remember these old thin black flashlights. that you could like twist to the top. And you know, and you got the light. And they're walking. And obviously like the flashlight didn't really help much. But you start seeing some graffiti. You start seeing some like broken glass and stuff. Kind of confirming to uh, Jerry's brothers. You know. Telling that you know sometimes people go in there. They kept looking back. They kept looking back. And... Jerry remembers that they made it in deep to the point you start smelling like weird, like, you know, like bad. You know, what you expect? Sewage, right? And then they're like, they stopped because they heard like two, or I think it's like two or three little, not footsteps, but like something similar to footsteps. And so Jerry, they stopped. And the one kid who had the flashlight tried to shine, nothing, right? And I know what you're saying, like, oh, I've heard the story before. It's like it. No, it's not it. You know, and I believe Jerry because, you know, I remember that tunnel, but then it gave me creepy. Like, it looked creepy, but not so creepy to the point. So they stopped and um, trying to get some light and nothing, right? And then, you know, the usual, they like, hello? Is anybody in there? You hear the echo, echo, echo. And then Jerry's like, well, what's the sound that you guys heard? And like, the, and like, the, and his friends were like, well, you know, we were, you know, we were a little deeper in. 
He's like, oh, okay, let's go in. But what was the sound? It was like, it just sounded like weird. Like, it just sounded like, from what his friend said, it sounded like, I'm not growling, but it sounded like somebody, um, I forgot how Jerry explained it. Oh, so like, do you, like, if you guys ever heard, um, like, have you guys ever heard the way, like, okay, so you know how a dog growls, right? But it was like, but it wasn't growling. I guess it was like kind of like a moaning, actually. Like, like, like a moaning. It was like a moan. And now what you guys are thinking, hey, it could be, you know, people getting their game freaky, right? Um, but no, it was like a moan. It was kind of like a moan that was building up. Like, mm, I, I don't want to recreate it because I don't know, like, what the sound actually was. But the way how Jerry explained it was like, it, it was a moaning that kind of, like, started subtle and it creeped up and then it stopped. And then it started subtle and creeped up and it stopped. At least that's what his friend explained it. So they probably went a little deeper. You know, they took maybe like a few more steps in. And then one of the friends like, man, screw this, man. Let's just throw a rock. So they threw, they started throwing rocks, rocks to see if, you know, they were able to hit anything. Nothing. And I'm like, they're like, some some other kids were like, stop, just stop, man. Like, you know, you know, like, we don't know what's in there. It could be like some homeless guy, you know. Um, it come out and attack us and stuff like that. And then, so they stopped. And then they heard what sounded like two st- footsteps again. And they're like stopping. And they're like, uh, hello? Nothing. And the one kid with the flash that's trying to shine in wasn't catching anything. So they threw another rock. Nothing. And then Jerry said, hey, um, I remember the last time I was here, somebody threw a rock back at us. You know, back at me. And let's see if that happens again. And he started throwing rocks again. You're hearing the echoes. And nothing. And eventually they're like, all right, man, this is nothing. Nothing's going on. It's just sounds of this tunnel, whatever. So they started making their way back. Like, like, let's just start heading back. As soon as they turn around and start heading back, this, they started hearing the moan again. Like, hmm, hmm. And they're like, what the hell? But they heard it close. And actually one of the kids said, that sounded closer than the last time. And then they look, there's nobody there. Nothing there. And so... When they heard that, they were like kind of frozen. They were like, and at that point, they decided they're like debating: should we continue going back out, or should we go in deeper again? Because you know you're still, you know, young, you're still quizzing. Like, and they're like debating. And then, as they're looking back into into the into the tunnel, Jerry said he looked back at the opening, way down there. He saw what looked like a silhouette of somebody looking. And when Jerry said, hey, who's that? Or, hey, look, someone's over there. And everybody turned around. He said, like, the silhouette just kind of went back. And that's kind of confirming, like, nothing, you know, they were, like, saying, hey, maybe, um, I think somebody's here. And maybe, like, you know, maybe it's that guy. Maybe, but, like, how could be making that noise? Or maybe the echo. You know, they're trying to be, like, real scientists in this. As that happened... One of his friends said, ow. And they're like, what? And they heard a rock drop. He's like, wow, somebody just threw a rock at me. And they're like, what? And they look back and nothing there. They throw a rock back trying to see if they can get anything. Nope. And they're like, let's get out of here. And as they're walking back, two rocks. Jerry said he got hit by one and his friend got hit by another. So two rocks were thrown back at them. And they keep like, oh, "Oh, screw this. So they start running their way out. And they're making all this noise as they're running. And they're making their noise. 
one of his friends swore he heard something chasing after them. And so they make it out of, of the tunnel and they kept on running. They kept on running. And they probably ran like a few, like good, like, like a good, like 40 yards away from the tunnel. And they look back like, what the hell? You know, and it was, I don't know. And it was like, was there somebody there too looking into, at, looking at us? Like it looked like it, but nothing there. And the weird thing is, in that tunnel, there's no hill. It's like a huge wall, and there's just a giant hole. There's a tunnel that you go into. So, and what Jerry recalls was the silhouette that he saw. It looked like that person was like maybe like three or four, like five feet in the air, like five feet above the ground, looking kind of like down, slid down. So that, but the looking down at like kind of like tilting looking at them but like five feet in the air but there was like nothing for that person to stand on that was a weird thing and so you know that was kind of creepy for them and they were like oh screw this we're not going back and Jerry said he told his brother the story and his brother was like man you guys are dumb for going in there Man, it was probably just some crazy bum in there, some homeless person, whatever, messing with you guys. But Jerry's saying, like, dude, like, there was nobody there. We were, like, flashing a light, we were throwing rocks, nothing in back. It wasn't until we tried to make our way out when we started hearing. And I was, and we heard, the, and I heard the moans that they were talking about. It was, like, right there on us. And he was like, man, that's weird. But ever since then, um, like, they never went back. And I, when Jerry told me that, you know, he was like, was well, that necessarily a scary, like, creepy story? But it was scary for us. And rightfully so. And so I thought that was a pretty cool story for him to share with, you know, with me. And I wanted to share that with you guys. You know, to get your, uh, you know, you know, don't go into tunnels. <laughs> I know some of us at our point, at one point in our lives in our childhood, we went into, like, these tunnels before. You guys, like, they're sewage tunnels or whatever. You guys know what we're talking about. But, um... Anyways, that was a story I wanted to share with you guys. You know, I thank my friend Jerry, quote unquote, that's not his real name, but for sharing that story with me. I can share that with you guys. All right, folks, let me take a quick pause. Um, you know, come back with story number two. Welcome back, folks, to the dead hour. Here, I am going to continue with story number two. Now, this story actually was brought by my cousin um he's asking me about how the podcast is going and you know he promises he's gonna listen to it and again i asked him i was like hey man you got any creepy stuff man like anybody like it happened to you or anybody in the family or anybody you may know and my cousin told me this story and it was actually pretty creepy. It actually creeped me out. Um, he told me this story. It happened to him. Um, it happened to a, another cousin of mine. They were together. And it was basically a family gathering. And it was at a neighborhood at one of my cousins. Uh, so whenever it was a family gathering, my, you know, my cousins is in a neighborhood, right? Bottom line. And of course, when there's a party, you know, they invited his friends over. Well, there's one story happened. There were, you know, there was a family gathering, and my cousins and their, and their friends, they go off like on a journey, right? They go off like playing stuff like that. And I don't know about you guys, 
Um, actually, let me just keep going with this. So my cousin said, you know, they, they were, you know, they would go, you know, they play on the street, they play soccer on the street, and then they'll play tag, and then play hide and go seek, right? And then one of his friends said, "Hey man, let's go over to the, let's go over to the, let's go over to the lot or the parking lot, whatever." And that was a reference to this, like, near the neighborhood, like maybe like a block away. There's a, there's a church, and a huge parking lot, and there's like a basketball court. There's a basketball hoop there, so sometimes you know kids play, people play basketball there, and like, it was just more safer than playing on the street, right? And um, right there, there's like a hill, and there's like a little creek, um, and then there's a church. And from what cousin, from my, what my cousin tells me, is that that church, um, it's in semi, it was in semi use, meaning like they don't use it, like you never, like you never seen actually people use it like as a normal church would, right? But sometimes you will see like people going in and out, like not in masses, just a few number of people. Sometimes there'll be a van, things of that nature. But you know, they didn't think anything of it. All they cared, you know, was using a lot for whatever reason. You know, they'll jump rope, skate, whatever, basketball, you name it. And nobody gave him any flag for playing on there. Nobody gave anybody any flag for playing on there. But they were at the court. They were playing. And they see, um, you know, one of my cousins, one of my younger cousins, said that he had to go, you know, he had to go pee. And, I, you know, normal things, go around the corner and pee on the side of the building, right? So he wants to go do that, right? And then my cousin, my little cousin came out running out, like, yo, like somebody, like, yo, like somebody saw me or something, right? And my my cousin was telling me the story. He was like, oh, you know, I was like, ah, you know, somebody's in the building or whatever. He's like, oh, they're looking you pee, ha, 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 whatever. I was like, no, like, somebody's in, like, he was like, yeah, somebody saw me, but like, I don't know. Like, he, he, he my little cousin says, like, somebody's in there. So, like, my cousins and their friend, they go, look. And they're like, hey, hello, is anybody there? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, and they were like, sorry, you know, for my little cousin, he just needed to pee or whatever. Nothing, right? Anything, anything of it. So continue to playing, continue to playing, and um, they're there for a couple of hours. Then the sun started going down, started like getting darker and darker. <laughs> and. My cousin said this. He heard it. A friend of his heard it. Or a, f- a friend of my other cousin heard it. And I think my little cousin heard it. Right? So three people heard what sounded like a piano. Like somebody playing the piano. That's a cello. Um, somebody playing the piano. And they're like, yo, you hear that? Yo, somebody's playing music, right? And they're like, is there anybody in there, though? And it was coming from the church. So they go in. I mean, so they're like looking and they look around. There's like no car. There's no van. There's nothing, right? And they're like, maybe it was the person who saw, you know, your cousin peeing in a window, whatever. He's like, dude, that was a couple hours ago. You know, we've been here the whole time. And so like, well, still doesn't mean anybody can be in there, right? So they go like to the door. The door's locked. And there was like another side door. It was locked. And the church looked dark. You know, obviously, as the doctor is getting, the church will look dark. But usually, the mindset is like, what he was saying was, if, you know, once it's getting dark, you would think, you know, people turn on the lights in their houses or in the buildings and whatnot. There was no light coming on. But they didn't, you know, and they heard somebody playing the piano, but it wasn't like loud, it was kind of faintly. 
but then it will stop. And some of my other cousins, you know, they were like saying like, no, nah, we didn't hear, oh, you guys are making enough, so you guys are trying to scare us. And they're like, no, like, serious, we heard somebody playing the piano. But like, whatever. And I became like, what my cousins put it, now we became like Scooby-Doo, man, we're trying to go investigate. But the first thing was, how do we get into the, you know, to the church? You know, so that's what they were doing. They are trying to go into the church. Nothing. And they are trying to peek through the windows. Nothing. And it was kind of like those uh, stained glass windows, you know, so it's really hard to tell looking out from outside in, right? Or even just overall. You know, stained glass windows, you can't really see clearly through that. And they were like, man, well, whatever. And they're like, so you guys want to stay? I mean, we still, you know, I mean, sun's going down, but still enough time to go play, you know? Yeah, whatever. As that happened, um, I was like, okay, whatever. And as that went on, what my cousin said was he heard the piano playing again. Like, just like maybe like a poquis been played. And he was like, dude, and he was like, dude, there's someone here. Like, there's someone in there. And I was like, maybe there's like a gathering. He's like, but there's like nobody here. We ain't seen anybody coming in and out since we've been here. And so, like, I was like, oh, we got to figure it out. And as they're walking around, trying to find a way what they can do, um, you know, when you're, you know, we, they start getting creative, right? And he said that they started getting, like, bricks, like, uh, those, um, not your normal, like, red bricks, but those, oh my God, like, the, the word just escaped my mind. Those bricks that you used to, like, build houses with. Um, so they started stacking them up, or whatever they can start, try to stack up, see if maybe they can open a window, right? And Lord and behold, one of the friends managed to open a window. It was like to like a to a bathroom, I think, or something. Uh, whatever. He managed to fit in. He went inside, and another friend went in, and a cousin went in. So it was like three of them in there. Well, my cousin's telling the story, and like, like my younger cousins are still outside. And they're like, we're gonna try to see if we can like let you guys in, you know. And Lord and behold, they made their way, and they open the door, and they're like, hey, come on, we're, like you know, we got it open, come on. So they make their way, right? And then one of my little cousins, the smart one of the group, managed to grab like a cylinder block. There you go, that's what it is. <laughs> Anyways, managed to get a cylinder block. And prop the door, you know, for any, just in case of anything, right? Um, so they go in, and my cousin, the way he tells it, dude, this place looks, he, he told me, look, scary. There's, like, webs, like, benches were, like, torn up. Like, everything looked old. And it, what my cousin would describe was, like, what I don't get is, like, why would people would come in and, eat, like, come in here? Maybe do a maintenance check? I don't know. But, like, it looks like there's barely been any use of it. So they're roaming around, and they're looking for the piano. And they find this piano, like, they go into, like, the, I guess the uh, altar room, and they find a piano there. And they're like, oh, man, maybe it's that. And he was like, but there's nobody in here. So they go over to the piano, one of the kids go over to the piano, and they play, like, two keys, and they're like, no, that wasn't it. And I'm like, what? It didn't sound like the piano we heard as my cousin and one of the friends said I was like nah it doesn't sound like that and I was like what like the tune like no the piano I was like well maybe it's because we're outside it sounded different fair enough 
but like they're just walking around and they're like one of the kids like hey like there's a door to it there's, there's like a basement i was like oh wow and then like they go to the basement right now the basement actually looked like a rec room and there's actually that actually does look like it was used so there's like chairs there and like so some chairs like in a circle like not anything weird like like circle like if you go to like an AA meeting or anything like that and it actually does look like and there was like a kitchen there and everything so it looked like it was in use you know like you know like posters like up to date posters compared to what was upstairs so I guess people like you know were using the basement then as opposed to the altar and they're like walking around and there was another piano there and they're like what if it's this piano and so they walk over the piano, they play a couple keys, and my cousin and like two other friends, they're like, or whoever, the three kids who heard the piano, they're like, that was it. That's what we heard. He's like, that's the piano we heard. I guess because piano sounds different if you have like a different type of piano made, I don't know. But like, that's what we heard. And they're like, maybe there's somebody in here, maybe like a janitor, or maybe like all this, you know what I mean? Or like, because somebody had to set these chairs up or whatever. He's like, yeah, you're right. And they're walking around, you know, they're just like, and my cousin swore he got like, you know, a couple like, he got an eerie feeling and my younger cousin was feeling scared because he's like, I don't like this. Like, it's just, it's just creepy. And if anybody knows anything, I'm actually of this too. If you go at church during the day, yeah, sure. It looks beautiful and all that, you know, but at church at night, it's pretty creepy. I, heck, I'll admit that. It's pretty creepy. Like, I will not go to church at night. Like this, that, that just gives me a scary feeling, like an ominous feeling. And so, anyways, they were going on, like, you know, they're calling it an adventure. And then they're like, oh, cool, 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 whatever. And then they saw, like, a soda machine there. And they're like, hey, man, let's just grab some sodas since we're here. You know, and they were trying to get, like, soda, whatever. And the machine was working fine. As they are getting their soda, they heard the piano play. Like, like somebody touched a note. Or like, hey, did you guys hear that? And like, there's a piano playing. And he's like, who's here? You know, like, oh, everybody's here. So they go over to the piano. Nobody's there. And they're like, yeah, it's time to go. So, like, yeah, I agree. So, they're, you know, they, they started making their way up. And kid you not, my little cousin who's placed a cylinder block on the doorway, it was gone. Like, the door was fully closed. And they're like, somebody's in here. And the usual, like, hello, is anybody in here? Like, we're kids, we're leaving. And I'll be honest with you guys. Um, when he was telling me the story, I was, um, I was kind of a hard time believing him a bit. I was having a hard time believing him. I was like, man, this sounds too good to be true. But my cousin's like, no. This is what's creepier, he told me. Well, we know that the door was locked, and we're like, hey, we're kids, we're leaving. We heard the piano playing downstairs again. It started playing. And it was like, what? And I was like, no, like, I'm, and my, well, my cousin was like, and here's the thing, my cousin's not one to make these stories up. He, like, he, he'll fool, like, he's a fool, like, he'll crack jokes, but to make things up, he, he's not that person. He's like, no, it started playing. And we're like, and we're like scared, and we're like, oh, let's go, let's go. And they try to go through the front door. Kid you not, they couldn't get out. He said, 
we could not get out, bro. Like we were trying, we we're pushing the door and we couldn't get out. And my look, you know, and like, you know, our little cousin, you know, he was getting scared. He's like, come on, like, I want to get out. And he's getting, he's like, dude, we're trying to, we're trying to. And it was like, dude, it was like a number of us. It was like five or six of us. Like we we're trying to push that door and it would not open. And so when that happened, they were like, one of the friends like, man, there's like another door here. Here, let's go through the, we got to get out of here. So they start running through the uh, altar that just looks creepy. And as the p- and, and the piano stopped playing and started making their way. And they're like, oh, shoot. And what he told me was the stairs that goes to the basement. It, here's like, here's a note that he forgot to add. It actually makes noise. Like you actually hear footsteps because it's like wooded steps. And it started making its way up. And we're like running. It's like, dude, like there's a door in my mind. Let's run, let's run, let's run. And they run and they go to the door. And this door is not those push doors. It's like a knob. And they were trying to turn the knob, but the knob was loose. So it wouldn't turn. And they're trying to get out. Nothing. And so they felt trapped. And then the steps, as the steps started coming up, coming up, and it stopped. And he said, bro, he was like, because I am not lying to you. We were scared. Two of our cousins started crying because they were like very scared. One of the friends was, you know, he was starting to cry. He was getting great. And like maybe like the two, three of us who were like there were like the biggest ones were like, we got to get out. And so uh, one of the friends started doing this stuff. So I said, hey, like, don't come near us. You know, like, you know, we got weapons, you know, we, you know, trying to scare the thing, but nothing. Right. And they're like, come on, try to get this door open, try to get this door open. And they couldn't get the door open. And so my cousin said, like, screw this. We got to make a break for it for the front door again, man. We got to try because that's the only door that seemed to work that got us in. He's like, you're right. And they're like, they all got the kids in the middle. He's like, all right, put the put the, put the the young ones in the middle of us. And, we'll, and like, and he's like, we're going to, we're not going to run because if we run, we will leave somebody behind, which is true. Um. So he's like, we're going to, you know, we're going to like walk fast together and, you know, go. And like one of the kids like grab like, <laughs> started grabbing whatever they could as a weapon. So my cousin said he, he like, my cousin said that he grabbed, um, like it was, a. Uh, don't know if you guys have ever seen, um, like ultra boys, they kind of carry this, like, it's like a, sm- not a smoke thing. It's like a. It's like a chain and it has like a smoke thing. So my cousin grabbed the chain. So he was using that. Like one of the friends, he found like this, like this rod and he used that. And like the other one, I guess just like kids just hold on, you know, like everybody just lean hawk on. And so like they're walking and they're walking, they're walking, they're walking. And next thing you know, my, uh, my little cousin just, he just yelled, he screamed, he was like, ah, and they're like, what, what, he's like, behind you, look, and they look over to the altar with that first piano they saw in, they saw like a, like a dark figure, like sitting, so there was like a piano, and they said there was like the altar, and there was like a chair, like on the right hand side, like the piano was on the left, and the chair was on the right, and he said there was like a, fi- he swear he saw a figure, and they're looking, and one of them's like, "Where well, I can't see it." It's like there's somebody sitting there. There's somebody sitting there, and it was like, and then my cousin, he was like, and when he was a, when his, I guess he said when his eyes were was able to really focus on it, he saw it. He saw like somebody sitting there, like a, it was like a dark figure, 
mind you, the sun's already going down, and it's already dark. And I was like, what the, f-? you know? And and they're like, I see, I see it. And like, there, like there he is, or there it is. And then friends like, oh my god, he's like, and I'm like, one of the friends like, kids was ballsy. He was like, don't come near us, man. We're ready, man. Like, like we will attack. And the thing was, just, it was just there. And then. They're, as they're doing this, like, come on, like, one of the other kids, like, come on, let's go to the freaking door, let's go to the freaking door. And once they get to the door, it opened. It finally opened. And what realized, and what was, they opened. And when they realized what was kind of like, what was hard for them the first time it gets to open, I don't know, it's just creepy. But basically, let me say this they make their way out, they finally get out, and when the door is open, it kind of lets them light in. My cousin. My little cousin and their friend said they saw that black figure get up. And then when the door closed, they started hearing the piano play. Like, and they closed the door. And when, when they made their way out, um, there was like three bricks that kind of propped the door. He said three bricks. He said maybe it was like two or three bricks that was at the door. And it was okay. <laughs> it was uh, it propped the door, like like it was kind of like blocking it. So I guess with all the scare, they managed to push the door open enough. But like they were scared, they ran off. They ran off back to the you know the family to the party, and they told them what happened. And they're like, oh, don't go there. Don't you know? Usually parents like, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. As I'm telling this, I'm like, dude, are you serious? And my cousin was like, dude, I'm dead. If you don't believe me, ask uh. Not, not you know, I'm using alias name. Ask Chris, who's my, who's one of our younger cousins. Ask, he's the one who saw it. He's the one who pointed out. I saw it after I like really looked at it. I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah. And then he's like, ask him. And, you know, we got no reason to make this up. And if you don't believe us, ask you know, ask one of our fr- you know, ask the my cousin's friend too. Like we saw it. it was this black figure just sitting on a chair, and it was just there. I'm like. Did you, you know, you're sure you didn't, you just didn't notice before? He's like, bro, that chair was empty. Like, it was empty. Like, you know how I know it was empty? I was like, why? He's like, how, how would you know? Because behind it, like, there was, um, kind of like a cloth or like, kind of like a, it was a tarp, kind of like a tarp or like a cloth, right? And, um, that figure, and it kind of made that figure pop out. Once I really like looked at it and when, see what he was talking about, you can see the image. It imaged out of a figure, and that wasn't there. And I was like, "But is that?" I'm like, "If you don't believe me, that's fine." But we saw that. And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah." Then I asked him. I was like, and then and he, and he, and he asked him like, "Do you think it was? Do you think it was like maybe like a like a janitor? Maybe somebody trying to mess with you guys?" He's like, "Maybe." But what I do know was the piano was playing downstairs. And then when we left, that thing got up and it started playing the piano as we left. Now, what he kind of got me was what I don't understand, though, Eric, was when we left, there's three cylinder blocks by the door. Right. How did we manage to push that the second time, but not the first time? He's like, that's something I don't understand. Even if it was cylinder blocks with like enough of us, we would have been able to open that door regardless. Because cylinder blocks, they're not that heavy, even if you put three. So the first time we could not get out. It wasn't until the second time we were able to get out. And it just doesn't make sense to me that three cylinder blocks would be enough to like hold us. 
you know, not allow us to, you know, basically get out. And I asked him, like, well, what do you think was the difference this time? He's like, maybe was it, maybe you guys, he's like, if we all pushed the first time, the second time would have been enough. You know, like, we would have been out on the first time. We all pushed on the second time. And I was like, do you think maybe it was, and I just couldn't justify. I was like, maybe somebody was trying to hold the door. If that was the case, and he was like, dude, if that was the case, we would have been able to door just a bit. No, the door was dead on locked. Like, like closed. There was no budging. I was like, man. And I was like, and he and he said, like, maybe it was because my, uh, our friend, because he's like, hey, don't come at us. Uh, we'll attack. We, You know, like, I guess because we were like, you know, he's like, because I had the chain. I mean, I don't think that chain was going to do anything because it was pretty, like, it was pretty weak. Like, I could, we could probably tear it apart. But he had, like, this rod. But whatever, like, you know, I'll swing it and I'll swing this chain and he'll swing it. Like, we like, it was like fight or flight, how he felt. Maybe that was enough for that thing or whatever to let us loose. But he says, ever since that day, man, I won't even go near to that church. I won't even, like, we stopped going to play there. I mean, we still see play, people play there, like, play basketball and whatnot. Sometimes we'll see people occasionally walk in and out. But, bro, like, that day, like, or that evening, that, that wasn't, that wasn't, he, what he says was, that wasn't someone. That was something. Or if it was someone, it was something like, I don't know what. Because, like, here's the thing, too, what he, what he noticed was when we're walking up, when we heard something walking up the stairs, mind you, it's a lot of stairs. We only heard, like, maybe, like, five, four or five steps. And then I just stopped. You know, and then we didn't see anybody, like, come up. You know, we didn't see anybody come up at all. And all of a sudden, there's this, like, dark figure sitting at the altar while we're, like... Like, it was at the op opposite ends of us. And I, you know, and I asked him, like, dude, what if it was there the whole time? And, like, you just didn't notice. Like, what if that was that dark figure just sitting, like, next to you guys while you guys were trying to get out to the back door? And you guys just didn't notice until, you know, our little cousin Chris looked back. And he was like, dude, don't even say that, man. Because if that was the case, that's even worse. Because, I mean, that thing could have got us at that point. But yeah, you know, and he told me, he's like, look, man, and he told me, he's like, you know me, man, I don't believe in his like scary stuff. He, he told me straight up, he's like, I'm not like you. I don't like this stuff. I don't like this scary, spooky stuff. I got no reason to make this up. And if you don't believe me, ask our, ask our cousin Chris. He'll tell you too. You know, ask, you know, there's like a good number of us. Like, like we all witnessed, like we were in there together. Like, and I honestly, though, I believe him though, because it's true. Like, he's not one to make things up. Like, he's not. He's not. Like, he's a goofy guy, silly guy, but to make up stories, he's not that guy. And if there's multiple people who witnessed this, who were in that, it was, I believe it. You know, I believe it. And he says, like, dude, I'm gonna, he's like, I would never go in there again. Like, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Like, that's not even like going to that house anymore because every time I go to the house, I just think of that. And and it's kind of true. I believe him. He stopped going to that house. He stopped going to visiting that, you know, his family members and whatnot. <laughs> Now, here's a kicker. Um, I didn't add this one detail. Okay. And this was something that kind of creeped me out. Or not creeped me out. Yeah, creeped me out. You guys remember when I said that one of my younger cousins was like taking a leak around the back? Okay. And he said somebody saw him taking a leak, right? My little cousin said 
when he saw that, when he said he saw somebody looking at it, like, you know, taking a leak. Um, dude, I'm just getting chills just thinking about it right now. He didn't realize this, or he didn't share this because he just, he was just like, so, ah, somebody's look, you know, somebody, I think somebody saw me peeing or whatever. He said that, um, and, and, and actually, uh, there's a confirmation for this. It wasn't like somebody looking out the window, or it wasn't like somebody was coming around him. What he said was, I think somebody was looking at me, pee- you know, saw me like peeing, right? And when he said that, it was actually where he was peeing, where he was peeing, um, there was a window like right above him. And when he looked up, right? There was a shape of a person. Like of a person. Like a silhouette of a person. Right? But that wasn't the person he was referring to as somebody else. I think somebody What he referred was we thought somebody was coming to It's because he heard something from the back door. That back door that they were trying to escape from. Like it looked like it was like it looked like it looked like it sounded like it was like closing, opening or closing. And so from that sound, like do you ever open a door just enough to close it? Like you're not opening all the way, but just enough. that was a noise that kind of from and that's what kind of drove him to like, ah, I think somebody saw me pee. Right? Mind you, that back door's down down all the way to the right, like a few feet away. When he looked up, he saw like a figure, a dark figure of a person. But he never mentioned that part. He just said, I think somebody saw me pee. Maybe it was two people, right? Two people saw him, right? Now, here's the confirmation part. Here's the real confirmation part. When, after all that, when my cousins, all they ran back to the house, ran back to the party, and they kind of told everybody about what happened. One of my uncles said, like, yeah, you know, we sometimes go, we sometimes use that parking lot to go drink, right? And that area where your little cousin wanted to go pee at, I know that. Um, he said that he had a similar situation. That he was taking a leak and then he saw, like, the door semi-open and then closed. And when he saw that, he went over. And he was like, hey, somebody there? Nothing. And as he was walking back, back to get join the crew, um, he passed by that same window that my little cousin saw, and he saw a figure there, like a dark figure there. Now, my uncle said, um, when he went to go pee, because he's taller, he's kind of at that height, eye level of to the window, there was nothing there. Like, there was like no like figure whatsoever, like no shadowy figure or silhouette whatsoever. Until, like, you know, the door opened and closed, and he was like, oh, whatever. And he went over, tried to open the door, whatever. It was locked. And on his way back, you know, he looked over where he was peeing, and then he looked up, and there was a figure right there. And he was like, oh, whatever. And then, like, he was, like, looking at it, whatever. And then he was like, man, it's just probably me, my reflection or something of that. 
But when my little cousin told him that story, he's like, ooh, so the same thing happened to you. So I don't know. Maybe it's two people. Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know what. Or maybe it's some perverted ghost who likes to see people pee. And then, pay play, and then play the piano after that. But who knows, really. But anyways, that was the story. And that my cousin told me. And again, he's not one to create this crap. He's not. You know, he... I believe him 100%. And um, I'm actually curious to ask my cousin Chris if that's true. And... But then again, I know he's going to be like, yeah, that happened. Um, and that is believable, too, though, because... When we all get to kid, we all will get into crazy adventures. You know, we would go to, like, the Rite Aid and try to, like, steal, like, candy and whatnot. We would go over to carry out and all that. We just do crazy things. So I believe them going to play at that uh, church, that basketball court and going in. I believe that, too. You know, heck, I would have been there, too, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, that stuff. He said, like, but he told me, he's like, because that, that scared the hell out of me. And I will never go there. To this very day, he's like, he wants I won't go there. I won't even look. Like, I don't even want to look at that place because it just brings back that memory. And it just felt, it just did not feel right. Like, I was scared shitless. And, um, but yeah. Yeah, it's his story. Alrighty, folks. Two stories for you. Hope you guys enjoy those. Um, again, we are a week away from Halloween. I definitely want to bring up couple more stories before then um but i definitely want on halloween day or maybe the day of and releasing halloween day i definitely have one story that i really want to share with you guys but that's the main one i want to share with you um but before then if i get any stories and hopefully i do um i definitely want to get like maybe like four more before i give that big story um so tune in this week this week i'm gonna try to stay consistent with it to bring you stories again we're like seven away seven days away from halloween so stay tuned I'm going to try to get a couple more in. And um, on that note, if you haven't followed the Instagram page, go ahead and follow the Instagram page for In The Mind. It's the number four, the letter N, the letter D, the word mind for In The Mind. And if you have any stories, any like creepy stories, scary stories, ghost stories, send me a DM on the on the Instagram page. Share them with me, please, because that would actually be helpful and I can share those stories. Um, doesn't have to be a long-winded one, just something that you experienced. Um, or, you know, someone who experienced something. I really want to be, I really am looking forward to that. And I am interested in that. And I want to share that out with all our listeners, you know, before Halloween. Again, go to in the, four in the mind, the number four, the letter N, the letter D, the word mind, four in the mind. Follow it. Send me any of your scary stories. Um, but yeah, more to come. Stay tuned. And on that, maybe good morning, good day, or good night for me here. It's just a good day.